The Giles Files is sponsored by BetterHelp, affordable, professional, online therapy from any device, text, chat, and video. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with a BetterHelp therapist. And here's a special offer for Giles Files listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash gilesfiles. That's betterhelp.com slash gilesfiles. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. It's the Giles Files Season 3. More Bafo shows, that's a guarantee. Nancy Giles and producer Nancy Wyatt, we got opinions we ain't keeping quiet on the Giles Files Season 3. Okay? It was such a, a unique thing to do, you know, generally middle-aged men don't <laughs> turn up to a room and start dancing together. Kind of not your normal, uh, common thing to do. It's very not British. The name of this group is Our Pop Daddies. That euphoria that, that you get when one minute you've got these intense nerves because you're about to walk on a stage in front of up to 2,000 people and the spotlights are on you and you've never done anything like this before in your life. Bad boys! Bad boys! But, and it's over, literally in a flash. You know, your three-minute routine feels like it's three seconds and then this, the buzz, the euphoria. Yeah, so you just go, do it again, do it again! <laughs> so yeah, I'm Paul Duke. Spelt with a J. I uh, will be 48 this year. My crew name is Jukebox, and I have two lovely kids. If you hang with the in crowd, you know them as the OPDs, the Outta Puff Daddies. <laughs> These dudes are the coolest. Who are they? How did they meet? Picture this. Brighton, England. I'll do a little English accent. A group of dads from all different walks of life. Okay, that was bad. Run into each other every Saturday, chauffeuring their kids to dance class. And a weird thing happened. They get inspired by the kids' dance moves. And the dads decide to form their own dance troupe. So they meet up every week in secret to practice. And then they do a surprise closing act performance at their own kids' dance recital. It's crazy, right? So fast forward 12 years later, and these guys are still dancing. And now the Out of Puff Daddies are a social media sensation. Hundreds of thousands of hits and likes, and their posts are a feel-good stop on the TikTok and Instagram highway. Yeah, we got to spend a lovely afternoon on Zoom with six members of the troupe. And these men shared hilarious and heartwarming stories about how dancing gave them the gift of friendship and brotherhood. Oh, and hey, we added some samples of their music choices. So while you listen, be prepared to get up and boogie. The fun that just radiated off that stage totally blew me away. And it came along for me, actually, at a time in my life when I really, really needed something like that. And 
you know, I'd more or less decided that that was something I wanted to do before they'd even finished performing. And then seeing, you know, seeing all the guys in the bar afterwards, uh, just with that immediate after performance glow, I was just stood there staring at them thinking, that is, I want some of that. I really want some of that. <laughs> My name's Chris Hooley. I am 48 years old, a university lecturer. I am father to two lovely children and my crew name is Wolverine. When we first got together we just started chatting you know what should we call each other what should we call the crew and loads of fun kind of quirky ideas came about this one crew member Stan came up with the idea I think it was his wife actually came up with the idea of the outer puff daddies uh, because, of course, back in 2012, Puff Daddy was far more... On Everyone scene. knew who he was. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, than, he, than he is now. Um, and, uh, yeah, we loved it straight away. Quite often, dads who dance find themselves the object of ridicule, but a group from Brighton have taken on the challenge of changing that. Saying it encourages them to make new friends and to open up about their mental health as well. These dancing dads filmed themselves busting moves in a Brighton car park over the past year. They became social media sensations, amassing as many as 1.4 million views. This is how we do Um, my name is Don, a.k.a. The Don. I'm nearly 60. I think I'm the oldest one in the group, but you couldn't tell by looking at me. I have two girls. I work at a venue here in Brighton, and I've been with the crew for quite a long time. I was there for the very, very first performance, and, and both my girls and my wife were saying to me, Dad, Dad, you've got to join, you've got to join. I'm like, oh, Dad. you know, I can't be on stage, but I did. And I went to the very first um, training session that was amazing. Watching you guys dance, I was like stumbling around on my feet, you know, trying to get the moves, like a, a beginner for the very, very first time learning to dance. And it's been amazing and I haven't looked back since. The group together now, you know, so, so positive and so, so strong for, for each other um, over those years, absolutely fantastic. Five, six, seven, eight. Have yeah. you ever had anyone to join that has two left feet and they're just hopeless? <laughs> we, we all are. Did you get the feeling, Paul, that you wouldn't consider anybody hopeless? Yeah, we're, we're so welcoming, it, it, genuinely, in the sense of um, danceability has literally nothing, nothing to, to play in regards of when you join the crew. It's the essence and understanding kind of what we're about in regards of a group of men beyond, beyond just the dance. And yes, but I'm not going to name names, but yes, there are people that <laughs> after many, many years, when I go left, they still go right. <laughs> when I go right, they still go left. Yeah, but, but they're uh, going the right way, Paul, and you're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I didn't want to say that. Thanks, Don. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. So, Paul, you're the choreographer. Do any of the other dads come up with, does anyone show up and say, hey, I got a routine I want to try out? Or 
Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I knew it. I knew oh, it. No. Did, did they're we, lazy. They're all lazy. Did we yeah. touch a nerve somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, you did. Don't, 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 even, don't even suggest it for one minute. That would be a disaster. Yeah. Really? So it's it's all it's Paul in terms of the steps and the routine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are yeah, we yeah. are merely much all Paul with the muses. You gotta have a you gotta have a leader, so and Paul's yeah. our leader, and so Paul's you know, and, and, and yeah. we take direction, and that's the only way you know it works. It works really, really well, um, yeah. you know, and that's what being part of a group is. You know, we help each other, and um, and Paul um, does what he does best. It's hugely enjoyable. And, and it is a massive passion and love in my life. But it does take many, many hours and it takes a lot of hard work. I've got no formal training at all. I've never done choreography before at all. Um, but I knew that branding and marketing, as, as that's my kind of day job, I knew that, that I could kind of bring that to the crew. So, yeah, I choose the music. I, I choose the choreography. But I, I would say as much as I choose it to start off with, there is always some aspect of collaboration. I run it past them. What do you think? There's little moves that people suggest from time to time. So yeah, it's kind of, it evolves into teamwork over time. Do any of your girls come and say, hey, listen to this song or here's a new step that all the kids are doing? And they do make suggestions. Uh, I try not to, you know, take their suggestions anywhere <laughs> because they're always very complicated, oh. their routines and things that they're like, oh no, I just can't do that. I'm Michael Seaborn. I'm a learning and development manager. Uh, I've got two children and... Uh, my crew name is Strip T. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're in trouble. That's, that's scary. Michael, are you shy about your age? You didn't say that. Oh, no, I'm not shy about my age. No, I just try and forget about it. No, I'm 51. And I was going through a really bad patch. I'd been suffering very badly with anxiety and depression. And uh, Paul said, oh, the other part of this is I used to be a dancer back in the day. That was, that was my job. You still um, are, man. You still are. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I'd stopped. I'd become disillusioned and I'd, I kind of stopped. I hadn't danced for years and years and years. What kind uh, of dance? Uh, I trained as a ballet Strip dancer. Cheese, name. Ballet. Oh. <laughs> Wait, we're hearing two different Cut. things. We're hearing ballet, we're hearing striptease. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to make a living, haven't you? <laughs> so... Uh, no, I trained as ballet dancer. I worked in commercial theatre and contemporary dance um, wow. for about 10, 10 years. And that's actually what happened. We were at dinner with uh, Paul and his family. And my son decided in a pause in the conversation to announce the fact <laughs> that I used to be a stripper. Uh, and Paul said, oh, no, you've got you've to come and join out of Daddy's. You've got to come. You've got to come. And I was really reluctant. And, and Paul was very persistent, even said, look, I'll come and pick you up. I'll take you. Um, and I have to say, eternally grateful because it was the best thing ever. Very few friends. Um, I'd recently, fairly recently moved to the area and uh, walked into the warmest welcome uh, and the best atmosphere. Literally from day one, we describe each other as brothers. And I think that is absolutely the, the way we feel about it. Certainly for me anyway. 
and I wouldn't dream of missing a session oh. unless I really had to, for, you know, because it's such an important part of the week. I'm uh, Richard Mills. Uh, I'm nearly 52 years old. I'm a director of, of admissions uh, at a private school in East Sussex. I have two children um, and my crew name is D-Man. D-Man? D-Man? D-Man. D-Man. Oh, D-Man. man So for me, the OPDs was um, a release. It was that time during the week uh, when we, yeah, we got together. It was just a, uh, a release from the tension um, and the stress of all the week. I would definitely endorse that release from everything else because it's one hour where you can have a laugh with your friends, but also when you're trying to learn the routines, certainly if you're as challenged with following the rhythm as I am, you, that's all you can think about. All you can think about, learn the steps. That's all you concentrate on. So you forget about other stuff. Certainly, you know, going back a couple of years before the pandemic to when I first joined, I'd literally very suddenly just lost my mum. So I felt I needed something, you know, I needed some fun in my life at that time. And uh, OPD, without a shadow of a doubt, got me through that first year because that one hour on a Wednesday night, I couldn't think about it. I literally couldn't think about grief or bereavement or, or work. All I thought about was dancing. Senorita in a beautiful dress Do you wanna dance? She's telling me yes I got confidence in myself But that's just to keep looking for me help Trying to cover it up so you never tell I feel like dancing with you You have a real uh, mission in helping men deal with mental health issues. Um, can you talk yeah. a little bit about how dancing started to make you feel better or help you to communicate with each other? It kind of almost happened organically, really, particularly mainly certainly with the uh, the mental health aspect. It was something that just by doing an activity that was non-competitive, but was incredibly positive and social, sort of almost created quite this natural openness within the group. Um, and I, and I think if I think backwards, actually, we as a crew we also experienced in, incredibly tragically and sadly one of the original founding members uh passed mm. away so just before our first live performance and so we dedicated that very first live performance to him and his family and and i think that moment in particular having just almost just met each other but again was like a trigger for support immediate kind of support of something that was so so deeply upsetting and tragic all the other groups of men i know know lots of men but they're normally maybe in social networks like with wives or partners etc mm -hmm. um or they might be in a more competitive environment might go and play football once a week or uh badminton or tennis or whatever you know there'll be a sport related thing but it's quite really unique to engage in a sort of positive non-competitive social activity that is just men uh and so, yeah, so when I took the lead, I knew that that was a real key aspect of our messaging. We now, yeah, use our social media to promote the importance of men being open with their emotions, talking, but equally on the flip side of that, for others to listen and support without judgment. A, a massive part of what we're trying to do, the, the, the self-care aspect, 
um, for me and breaking the stigma surrounding male masculinity is a, is a massive, massive part of our messaging. So, you know, the terms like grow some balls or man up or men don't cry or, you know, yeah. all these kind of things where men are constantly being told that they, uh, they're not allowed to show emotion, right, right. Um, that you're weak if you show emotion. Um, and actually, it's the complete flip side because by showing emotion, it actually shows incredible strength and, and, and empowerment as well. Uh, and the more, the more men that open up and are happy to, to, with that openness and show emotion, the more we break this kind of stigma surrounding masculinity. I'm Dave Berliner and I'm director at a school here in Brighton. I'm 54. I've got two kids. My um, handle is Maestro. My own mother is a therapist, a Jewish what? psychotherapist. So I oh, grew up wow. with all the guilt and, uh, and all the mental health stuff. This is just kind of so unique what we've got and the way that we can kind of just share openly thoughts feelings or not talk just dance and just forget about everything to do with the rest of the week you know it's the best therapy i could possibly have in in my week Who's the prima donna? There's always a prima donna. There's always the one dancer who. Uh, his initials I'm are not PJ. feeling it today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What that was done? His initials are what? What was that done? PJ? PJ. I have some production questions. It's really done well. A lot of thank you. Intercutting, match cutting, um, the lighting. There's one. It's like you're in this narrow hallway and you work that space. Um, yeah, yeah. I know. I know the one you mean because of the way my brain works and the creativity <laughs> aspects of it. Uh, yeah, I come up with how we might shoot it, where we might shoot it. I pretty much do all the editing although my son will definitely want some claim on the early tiktoks we did so big yeah. shout out to my son on those he, <laughs> he but you know what we live in such a we're so privileged with where we live as well we live on the south coast right in in the uk and so we're literally on the we've got the sea we've got the beach we've got the sunset so they yeah, you know, yeah. It's they, they, they provide yeah. some amazing backdrop Nancy was raving about you guys to me. She was like, <laughs> it, they're the best. At, at the risk of sounding over the top, it's magical. Mm -hmm. There's mm. something that comes through just like, it's all good, you know, yeah. and we're having a good time and <laughs> yeah. come and have a good yeah. time with us. And, it, and there's a joyousness. And, and I was trying to figure out how to put this in a question form, and I can't. What I, one of the things I love is that you guys are real. You're real guys with real guy bodies. 
and you're doing the steps together and it might not be as perfect as like the Joffrey ballet, but I feel like I could do that. Yeah. I could do the or whatever, you know? It's, it's, yeah. It is inspiring. Yeah. I love, I love how you've picked out one of our signature moves. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow. She'll be doing that forever now. <laughs> I have a request that perhaps you consider maybe um, recreating West Side Story, like the Jets. Whoa. Funnily enough. Oh yeah, that I thought of were um, Michael Jackson's "Beat It," like doing some new version yeah. of that. Yeah, and from Greece, that song "Grease Lightning" with all the guys in the uh, garage, you know, go <laughs> Grease Lightning. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally working on a hundred and one ideas all the time. Um, I think what we all forget is that Paul actually does have a full time job as well <laughs> and a family. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot to juggle. He does work. incredibly it's, well. Yeah, yeah, with very little time. Is there anything that we didn't ask that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I just think if everyone could keep saying how amazing I am, that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>